Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1233 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. Received a couple texts asking, Bob, why didn't you talk about the women's soccer? Well, it's great Canada won. I mean, we haven't talked a lot about the Olympics. It's great Canada won. It's good. It was impressive they found a way to beat the U.S. and they won in penalty kicks against Sweden, and that's outstanding. Super happy for Canada. Great news. Now, the soccer, you also talking about Lionel Messi because right now that is the biggest story in soccer, with all due respect to Canada winning the gold medal in the Olympics. Internationally, the Lionel Messi saga uh, with Barcelona is the number one sporting uh, story in the world right now. 1233 in Edmonton. In Edmonton on a show called Oilers Now, Elliot Friedman, who normally appears in this slot for 44 weeks a year, courtesy of the River Cree Resort Casino, uh, putting out about an hour ago that uh, the Oilers and Darnell Nurse closing in on an eight-year extension, $9.25 million. Remember, every year of Nurse's deal will be a free agency year. And the collateral effect of that will mean that the Oilers will have Nurse engaged for the next number of years. Uh, Leon Dreisettle's deal's up in four years. Connor McDavid's deal's up in five. Darnell Nurse, by the way, still got another year left at $5.6 million. So let's get your thoughts on that and the Oilers overall. And you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. And you can text us on the app. Uh, Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Mike from Ottawa. One of the few guys I like from Ottawa. You and Mike Lake on line number one. How you doing, Mike? <laughs> Thanks, Bob. That's two of us, eh? That's awesome to hear, man. Thanks. I'm not bad. You? I like Pierre Dorian, too. He's a real good dude as well. Don't mind Bruce Garriott, and I like Gord Wilson and A.J. Jacobic. So there's some more guys from Ottawa. There's like there's a handful. Thanks for the spoiler, too. I'm driving with my daughter. We were going to watch the game, but I know Canada won. No, I'm joking. I'm, they, it's all over the uh, media there, so I know all about it. You know what? It's funny you mention that because uh, do you remember uh, Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah, I've seen a few, a couple first seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last season, episode three, was uh, you know the big, the big episode where Arya killed the Night King, and I, I oh, put, a, I put a tweet out, and a couple people lost it on me. Like <laughs> spoiler, like you're a, jo- you know, just losing it. I'm like, dude. Like, we're in the West. Like, it's out yeah. late, man. Like, exactly. If you love the show, you would have already seen it by now or watched it live. So, exactly. I, I would have had to wake up at 5 a.m. or whatever, and it's in Tokyo. So, we all know it is what it is. It's still, I'm still going to watch it just for to enjoy it. But about Nurse, uh, Bob, if that's okay, if I can comment about Nurse. Go for it. Okay. I uh, love Nurse. Uh, 
Um, you know, amazing player, and I think last year really showed us uh, some potential that when we first drafted him, we were, lots of people were talking, can he be the next? I, I know when we say Pronger as Oilers fans, you know, or we know what Pronger did, and of course he's not, he's not Pronger, but point being is that it took him a lot to get to where he is now, but last year I think he showed the league exactly who he is, so I'm stoked to have him for eight years. The one thing I'll ask you, because I'm a little confused, I know about buying the, the unrestricted free agency years, and I understand when people compare this to Kale McCarr, that he's a youngster and he's not buying those UFA years, so comparing him at $9 million isn't exactly apple to apple. But um, what, what would be the risk of make, seeing letting him play out maybe half the season two, or maybe three-quarters of the season to see if he could continue his level of play and then give him that same deal? Do you think that we would end up having to pay him more, or am I missing something that, like, just to get that extra assurance that last year wasn't a fluke and it really, he really is the real deal and he's arrived. What do you well, think? Well, the critics, the critics of, and, and I find it's interesting with Darnell. I think a lot of fans have come around on him. You know, I always, like, put it this way. I think there's some limitations to Ethan Bear's game. Okay? I like Ethan yeah. as a guy. I loved it when he fought Matt Kachuk. That was an awesome moment. Ethan Bear is uh, an undersized, smart guy. Uh, a couple years ago, he reported an unbelievable shape, had a real good start to the season. Um, I don't think he's elite offensively. I think he's you know, his upside is a solid two-way defender, a four or five defenseman at the NHL level. Darnell Nurse is six foot four. He's got athleticism off the charts, and he works as you know what off. And when guys work that hard, it doesn't matter what the industry is, Mike. Like. The hardest working guys, generally speaking, are often the ones that excel. You need a little bit of luck along the way, but okay. if when you're, you know, when you're privileged enough to go down and watch other practices as we have, and this year is a little bit different because we weren't on the road with the team, but you could see the time that Darnell was putting in, and Connor okay. and Leon, and. You know, Leon Dreisaitl exceeded expectations. See, for all the Oilers haters out there, they'll sit there and say, you guys suck. Uh, Neil Yakupov never turned out. It's your fault. Well, what do they say about Dreisaitl? Like, what do they say about a guy that was drafted third overall that's the best player from that draft class, you know? The guy that was drafted, like, 25th, Pasternak, he's the second best player. I take both those guys over Aaron Ekblad. And part of it's work rate and work ethic, and that's what Darnell has. You look at Darnell versus Ristolainen. Um, a year ago, there's people that would have done that trade straight up. I don't think anybody would do that trade now, and I actually think Ristolainen's got pretty good ability and likely to bounce back with a, a fresh start in, in Philadelphia. But because of Darnell's work rate and work ethic, and, and that's that standard that Connor, Leon, and Darnell have, and how that will affect specifically the younger players coming after. Because the older guys have already sort of established this is their where they're going to be at. But the younger guys are the guys that draft, like Bouchard will benefit from it. Broberg will benefit from it, watching Nurse. That's another reason why they brought Keith in. Keith's yeah. a guy that's a committed a committed guy in terrific shape. And then in terms of up front, how does Holloway and McLeod benefit from watching the standard and, and level of expectation that's there from Connor and Leon? Um, and, and hopefully we'll be having a conversation with Paul Yarvey in this regard too. But again, because they're bigger, uh, like Leon and Connor are not small guys. I mean, Connor's the most advanced player we've ever seen. But Leon's exceeded expectation. The guy in your market, Pierre Dorian, in 2014, 
came up to me at the draft. We were on the front row because the Oilers had the third overall pick, and he said, Stoff, you guys just got the best player in the draft. Nice. So I I hear the people saying, well, you know, he's, he's going to have a correction on the shooting percentage. Uh, I yeah. don't. He didn't benefit tremendously from not being on the, the first unit power play. And then people say, well, he puts up all his numbers because he plays with Connor and Leon, or he plays with Connor. I think that's a little bit of a disservice to Darnell. I think Dar- Darnell is going to be a terrific all-around. Def- I mean, the guy was tied for the most even-strength goals in the league last year. He was well, fourth exactly. in even-strength points. And if you actually look at his body of work over the last four years, Mike, it's been pretty good. It is, yeah. He's been getting better and better. And something about last year, the way he was scoring his goals, it just—it was a whole new level of confidence when he was getting near the net, just sniping him in the corner. It was—I never—I didn't see that out of him before. So I think that's something new from him. So I'm excited. You know, it's hard to say. It's 9.25. It's—it's—it's high. But I mean, who knows next year? That's what I was saying. Like, if we wait, is it going to be 10 next year? Is it going to keep going up? Because now the cap's going up a million. So I don't know, Bob. I mean, I think we just got to take what we do and move on, right? So. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, Mike. Safe travels. Thanks, Bob. You too. 780-496-0063. Jason from Sangudo always has a way of making me laugh. He's texted the show to say, Bob, don't you like Justin from Ottawa? (laughs) Well, I didn't like his dad, but his dad had gravitas. That's what I would say. Read between the lines of what I'm saying. 780-496-0063. Bob, you never did answer the question, what's the harm of waiting to see uh, uh, if last year was a fluke? Who cares if he rides the bike in the gym? Well, I actually do care whether or not a guy's committed um, in training when his focus is to be in the best shape possible. That does matter in terms of the level of commitment. We know that Evan Bouchard, I talked to Evan Bouchard down in Red Deer at the Battle of Alberta tournament and skating with uh, Darnell and, and, and working out with Darnell. So that does matter to me, how committed a player is off the ice. Glenn Sather uh, referenced the six Ps in life. Uh, prior preparation, uh, 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 practice and prior preparation prevents piss-poor performance, like something like that. It's along that line. So there you have it. The guys that put in the extra work tend to be the guys that reach it. And you're asking, well, what's the, you know, why, you know, why didn't they wait a year to see if this year's a fluke? The longer they wait, the more it runs into a position where he can go in a free agency. He's a free agent at the end of this year. A year, like, suddenly Adam Larson became a really valuable player to the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, and the Oilers lost him. They didn't get him locked down. Right? And he ended up going, and, and some of you during the time that Adam Larson was here would say, well, you shouldn't have re-signed him. Just wait a year. Well, then Larson had a pretty good year and drove some interest around the year. And and he made a personal choice based, I would think, partially because of a family tragedy that occurred here. It's important to me that Nurse stays in order. He's one of their three most important players, along with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And obviously, Nugent Hopkins is an important player. And, and Bouchard and Broberg and Holloway are important players. And Paul Yarby and Yam, But the core three of the team, the guts of the team, David Drysaddle, Nurse. I'm not comparing McDavid, Drysaddle, and Nurse to what the Oiler uh, glory era players would tell you was Gretzky, Messier, and Kevin Lowe. That was the leadership core of that team. But I'm here to tell you that I believe that it is McDavid, Drysaddle, and Darnell Nurse. 
and it could have a residual effect. Uh, let's go to former defenseman Mark, who's been patiently waiting on line number two. How are you? Hey, there is nothing wrong with patiently waiting, uh, Bob. You know, the, uh, the last call you had I thought was very good. Um, I'm, I'm just curious if, uh, if Ken Holland and the Oilers were able to uh, potentially make a deal before the the Miro Heiskanen and the Seth Jones and the um, uh, Kale McCarr deals. I understand Kale McCarr's deal is a, you know, a different situation because I think what those deals did is, is I mean, basically that was inflation. And uh, I'm, I'm wondering if, if prior to this, I think eight and eight point two five, like eight eight million or eight point two five million, would have been very optimistic. But I think getting Darnell Nurse at eight at eight point five would have been very realistic prior to those contracts. That's fair. I believe that too. I think you're right, and the market shifted and the market changed. McCarr is a completely different animal because four of the years in his deal are restricted free agency years. They're only buying four unrestricted free agent years. Nurse bet on himself. He took two bridge deals, and now he's going to get paid. And we said, Mark, and I know you listen to the show, we've said for since the conclusion of the playoff series against the Winnipeg Jets, don't forget Darnell played over 60 minutes in that game. Darnell Nurse will be getting paid. It's that simple. That's how this is going to work, and he's going to get paid. Yeah, the thing that the thing that I don't particularly like about the contract is he's going to have to play all world, and there's going to be more pressure. And not everybody can handle that pressure. I don't know him. Obviously, I'm not in the room. Just like you know, everybody that's listening, whatever imaginations that they have about what they know, they don't. But um, I always like a deal where. It's it's you know if if he if he does have I mean in this market if he does have an off game you know people aren't jumping down his throat. Uh, it, it, it would remind me, and we're not talking about the same thing, but it would remind me of the Horkoff deal. He could never live up to that contract, and uh, and I think people crucified him in this market because of it. I think uh, Sean Horkoff was a great, well maybe not great, but he was an excellent hockey player. Uh, with a terrible contract. For him, a very good contract, but one that he couldn't live up to. And my only consideration on this would be if he were making 8.5, you could compare him with these other players and say, look, you know, he's totally living up to this deal, and there isn't that pressure where at 9.25, there's some serious expectations. And I think the expectations are, I'm not saying that he, he's unable to do that. I think if there's work ethic is any indication he's uh, he's capable of doing it and his performance. I mean, we're not just talking about work ethic here. Last year he performed. Uh, I just, you know, I, I'd like it to be a little bit, uh, I guess, for lack of better words, easier on him to perform to that level. Well, here's the thing that's going to work against him. There's one thing outright that works against him. We'll see whether or not people can figure it out quickly. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floor text line, okay? What works against Darnell in terms of the maybe the view from people that don't dig in? Okay? They're going to look at the box score numbers. They're not going to break it down to five-on-five play. And he is not going to – he's unlikely to see first-unit power play time on a team that's got the best power play in the NHL. 
right? Like it's either going it, to it's going to be Tyson Berry to start, and I'm telling you right now, Evan Bouchard is going to be pushing on this team hard. Okay, he is going to be. It would I would be surprised by the end of the season if Evan Bouchard was not a number four defenseman for the Edmonton Oilers, top four defenseman by the end of the year. That's how much belief I have in Evan Bouchard because how he can think and process the game. So you have Barry and Bouchard, and maybe it's going to be Nurse and Bouchard in the second Perry, but that's going to work against Darnell. He's not going to inflate his numbers with power play points on a team that has the best three in a 1-3-1-4. I mean, Hyman's probably going to be the net front presence on the power play this year. And then you're, you've got McDavid and Dreisaitl, the two highest-scoring players in the NHL for the last three years, on a power play that went number one back-to-back years. So Darnell's not going to benefit from spiking higher offensive numbers because he's not going to be on the first unit power play a lot. Do you think, uh, Bob, do you think it's uh, fair for me to compare Darnell Nurse to Shea Weber at this point? I mean, I think we're dealing with physically, I think we're dealing with a very similar type player. And, I mean, that's where my hope of, of his career going is. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? On Shea Weber? Well, no, in, in terms of Darnell Nurse being a Shea Weber type defenseman. Yeah, the difference is Weber played on the first unit power play as a right shot. And, no, but uh, I mean, besides, besides power play points, just the. Yeah, I mean, I the guy I kind of compare Darnell a bit to is Larry Robinson. That's well, that wouldn't be too bad, would it? Right, like I mean, just like I would compare Connor Bedard when I watched him play in the U18, I compared him to Marcel Dion when I saw Connor Bedard play, like a shifty little right shot, skilled offensive guy. Bedard's probably going to be a top two pick in the twenty twenty three NHL draft. Shane Wright will go number one next year. And I look at Darnell, and Darnell, Larry Robinson was a big, tough, raw guy that broke in the league that got better offensively. Ironically, and you would remember this, Mark, you would remember that Larry Robinson played net front on the Canadiens' power play. And so he did, He had the eight because they had Savard and LaPointe. LaPointe was the, was the uh, you know, was always on the power play in Montreal because he was a real good puck mover. And then obviously they had Lafleur and Shutt. So at, at times they had three defensemen on their power play, you know, with Lafleur and shot. Mark, I got to run. Thanks for the call. Hey, thanks, Bob. You bet. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Sunny in Vancouver says, "Wasn't the screw up on Nurse's contract done by Pete Chiarelli? Could have locked him up to a team friendly deal similar to Clefbaum, but instead chose to bridge him." Thanks from Sunny in Vancouver. There were a lot of people, Sunny, at that time that did not want Darnell Nurse signed to. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Long-term deal. He's getting a long-term deal. We're going to take a two-and-a-half-minute timeout. It's 12.51 in Edmonton. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 
right, this text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You can keep texting us, 780-496-0063. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. Darnell Nurse wants two things. Stanley Cup spot on the Olympic team. Nurse knows his regular season play will dictate both, so that is why you'll see his motivation and his game elevate. Well, right now, to me, if we play a 2022 Olympics, and some of you don't even think Canada should go, because of some of the things that are going on in China right now, but that's another political conversation. Um, I think right now Darnell Nurse is almost a lock to make Team Canada. I think Zach Hyman could potentially, depending upon if he plays with Connor McDavid full-time, I'm not convinced that's going to happen, that he's going to play with Connor McDavid full-time. You might see Leon Dreisettle, 30 to 40% of the season, playing with Connor McDavid. But uh, I think Hyman's got a chance. We know McDavid's going to be on the team, and I think Darnell Nurse is going to be a lock as well. Good point by you. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, this is now Ken Holland and Dave Tippett's team. They had two years to watch guys besides 97 and 29. Now Ken has built his house and will change the furniture when needed. Locked in on core, on five core guys to have long-term stability he likes. So he's obviously referring to McDavid. Dry settle, RNH, eight year deal, seven year deal on Zach Hyman, Darnell Nurse, eight year deal. Again, uh, Bob, how would you compare uh, Darnell Nurse to Elmer Moose Vasco? Uh, better athlete. Uh, the Moose was a big man back in the day. Did not skate on the level that Connor did, or uh, that uh, Darnell did. Uh, People uh, need to remember that Darnell Nurse is still a pretty intimidating man out there as well. He can knock you the blank, you know what, out. He's tough SOB and he's willing. I don't know if people even think about that, and he'll step up for his teammates at any time. Well, the one thing I would say, are we at the stage where Darnell Nurse really has to be selective when he elects to do that? I mean, I would have – There's here's what's going on right now, and, and, and I – I know we have listeners, a lot of listeners between the ages of 35 and, say, 65, and we all like those stories. Like, again, last night at the Toast of the Town, there was a moment where Tim Hunter and Kevin McClellan were going at it back and forth, and it was really funny. You know, McClellan talking about the fact that Hunter never wanted to fight uh, anywhere. Uh, he would never fight in Edmonton and only fight in Calgary, which, of course, is not true, but he was having fun with them because uh, Tim Hunter would pretty much fight wherever. Uh but the reality of the situation is there's fewer guys capable of doing that job than ever before. I mean, the Oilers have Cassian. He can do it. I think Cassian's a player that needs fans. And they have Nurse. And the Oilers need Nurse playing 25 minutes a game, which means he has to spot pick. And you know what? Sorry, but when Milan Lucic is only playing 7 to 10 minutes a game... In the future, I don't think Darnell can take that fight. He's fought him twice. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Brad in Red Deer wants to know, Bob, how can they afford JP and Yamamoto right now? I think Paul Yarby will come in around three and a half to four and a half million dollar range on an extension. And again, Yamamoto does not have arbitration rights this year. It's going to be a tough. He's not going to get what the agency thinks. You know what? I'll give you another one. Uh, Thunder Creeks had. Ethan Bear, I'm sure they would they would have liked to have gotten a seven year deal in the four two five four five four seven five range. That wasn't going to happen here. Uh, just wasn't going to happen. We'll see what happens with him in Carolina, and I'm really hoping that Ethan. Uh, that's an intre- that's a team where Pesci and Slavin have been the consistents, but they've moved a lot of defensemen around there. 
in Carolina and did not re-sign Dougie Hamilton. Brought in Anthony D'Angelo on a... Uh, I'm not even sure. Brendan, I'm going to ask you, do you even think the Oilers could have brought Anthony D'Angelo in, or do you think that would have just been met with derision in any Canadian market, given the political leanings of a lot of younger Canadians, especially those on things like uh, Twitter? Yeah, I think it suffice to say that uh, D'Angelo dug his own grave around the National Hockey League. That kind of reminds me a lot of the Brandon Manning incident, where you sort of, that's a guy you know that it just... It's a weird fit. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, again, we are expecting, uh, it would not surprise me, by the time that we come back after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, that the Edmonton Oilers will confirm Darnell Nurse on an eight-year contract extension. Mark Spector, Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing. Alberta coming up, we'll tell you. Guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Roost Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town. Every meal's on occasion at Roost Chris Steakhouse. It was great seeing Brendan Connolly at Roost Chris last night at Toast of the Town. Spec up next after a global news weather traffic update and expect something to drop here maybe in the next 90 seconds from the Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.